Good morning, everyone. Michael Bergio here for Morning Minutes with myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, and Mr. Newcastle, Mark Kempwell, to talk about why people would move to Newcastle, who moves to Newcastle, where whereabouts in Newcastle are the hotspots. Mark Kempwell, welcome. Thank you very much, Mr. Bergio's catchphrase. Great to be on. Just um, for the viewers, can you just qualify yourself? Um, with what you do in Newcastle with agencies, properties you sell, just so people know that you are the man. We should call you Mark Newcastle Kentwell with what you yeah. do in the community there. No problem. So, yeah, like I am PRD Nationwide Newcastle. So we are in the inner city of Newcastle. We've got a big hub at Lake Macquarie as well, New Lambton in the middle of family suburbs. And we have a substantial uh, off-the-plan project division called Newcastle New Projects and a property management company called Safe Hands Property Management. So we cover Newcastle Lake Macquarie and we're moving in around that central coast area through some alliances we've got. Love this region, very passionate about it. And we're seeing a lot born of people there? from your region coming up. So I was born in a place called Holbrook, which is down near the Victorian border near Albury. So um, yeah, it's a country, country, country. And mm. then uh, moved around a lot with my parents uh, work that did truck stops at the time, and uh, and we made our way out of Western Sydney. Oh, sorry, um, Hills District in Sydney, and then Lake Macquarie, Newcastle. And you guys are even qualified to talk about this because you've done it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yes, look at the progression. Look at look at what can happen. Yeah. Love it. Well, let's rip straight into it. Um, so you you just mentioned previously you're seeing a lot of people move to Sydney. Why? What on well, earth? in Newcastle. From Sydney. Yeah, they're moving from Sydney. So I suppose let, that, that migration has been happening for some time. Like, so if I look back to some of the off-the-plan projects we've represented going back to 2012-13 and then that real boom we had in off-the-plan in 16-17, we're seeing up to 20% in some of those projects being sold to Sydney siders, of which about half of them were moving in, half of them were just investing. But what we're seeing now is a phenomenon, particularly in covid We've got people that are in really? white, white collar professions that are working or round collar professions, as I call the IT techie industry, where you wear a t-shirt to work like I do. And I'm in a techie round industry, color. prop tech. Yeah. You like that? I just made that up. Yeah, right yeah I then. like that. I like yeah, that. That's cool. Um, v collar. So, I've got V on. Yeah, you're a V neck all the way. Yeah. So moving up from Sydney to Newcastle because they've got a connection with this place. They've been here. They've got a friend here. They've got family here. And now the boss has said, look, don't worry about driving in, fighting the traffic, getting to work cranky with your triple tall latte, too much sugar in it, going up the lift, coming in, sitting at your desk, faffing about ages, and then going home because you've got to beat the traffic. Why don't you just stay home, work from your you know, home desk environment under our homework policy, and then occasionally we'll come and do a collab team session at the office like once a quarter once a fortnight, once a month, once a quarter, whatever. Mm. And they're getting more productivity. They're getting more happiness out of their workers. They're also reducing their office rent. Um, and, you know, the company's becoming more viable as a result of it. You've got people more engaged and wanting to stay. They're more loyal. They're not cranky from the traffic. And they're getting more done in the gaps. So they said, okay, well, the, the employer's supporting it. I've now got a lower cost of living in Newcastle. I've got like nine beaches within walking distance. I've got happy people. I've got no traffic. I've got lake, I've got harbour, I've got parks, I've got clean air. And they're like, let's come and live the oh, dream. Clean air? Well, we clean don't need air. Oh, have a little stuff. 
<laughs> so which part of Sydney are they coming from the most? Okay, so I'm seeing a lot of people at the moment coming from the North Shore. Oh, now, okay. I, I don't know if that's because they're like making good, uh, you know, upside on their properties in the North Shore. And it's quite a drive from the North Shore into the CBD to work. Yep. So they're selling up in those leafy areas, those Wallara, um, places like that. And they're sort of saying, okay, well, we can get that sort of lifestyle in Newcastle. If you get a leafy area at New Lambton Heights, if you're a medical profession, for example, the John Hunter Hospital, one of the biggest sort of, um, you know, surgery units, big ER unit, some really renowned professions working out of there. Uh, if you work at New Lambton Heights, you can get an absolute stompy home for one and a half to two million. I'm talking like laid out sort of 80s, 90s kind of mansion style, thousand square meter block, leafy. It's kind of two minutes to the hospital and it's about eight minutes to the CBD beaches. And they're selling up for five, six million in Wallara and places mm. like that. And again, the same yeah. kind of uh, look and feel, but so much closer to everything. So just to backtrack on that a bit. So that, that's where they're coming from Sydney, but just confirming the main driving point for the move is either the company relocating or the, it's, it's to do with what the work is the main driving factor of what. Yeah, well, I think move. that's facilitated more of the move. Okay. Right? So Michael, so there was already people coming up here because we've got a major employment base here. One of the things I like about Newcastle as a place to have a real estate business is that we've got like a seven plus sector economy. So if you look at employment by wages, and I know you guys are pumping out really good stats all the time about what's happening in the market. Yep. A lot of people are just looking at interest rates or what's yes. happening with median prices. I like to look at employment to start with. So, you know, like what, what are the employment drivers of the area? Because that's the, the sectors of the economy that are making the wheels go round. So a lot of people think we're coal and steel. Now, coal is not our number one by wages employment um, centre. We actually have retail, we have uh, government, we have a really strong government sector. We've got RAF, like five, 6,000 people at RAF, 15,000 at Hunter New England Health. You know, it's one of the biggest private, uh, biggest singular providers of the in the health sector in Australia. Then we've got like this whole white collar profession. We've got hospitality, we've got tourism, and, mm. and you've got the blue collar sector there as well. And you're like, okay, well, we're looking pretty good. If one sector dips down, like, you know, hospitality, We've got all these other sectors to prop us up right now. So people can get jobs here and there's some major internationals and nationals now making their depots here. Now, has, so, that, right, right. The, so just, has that always been the case, having that and people just realising or has there been a big switch with a lot of government infrastructure and development over the last five years that's pushed that? Yeah, well, I, I said a couple of years ago, it was an article in 2016, we sold a place for 4.7 million under the hammer in a place called Bar Beach, really nice sort of beachside suburb. And, and we've seen a lot of Sydney interest in that. People are like, wow, Newcastle's on the map. And yeah. we're like, yeah, Newcastle's on the map. Um, and they're like, well, what's going on in Newcastle that's making it so good? It's like, well, we're about two years, this is a couple of years ago, two years into the best decade in terms of transformation that Newcastle's ever had, you know, mm -hmm. since Federation. So, um, and I'm like, well, why is that? So, you know, we're a few years on from that now. We're probably five years into that decade of transformation. We've got a light rail network that's just opened up our city to our harbour. We've got a transformational master plan so happening in that, the CBD. that behind me, that photo behind me is your harbour, and what a beautiful, striking harbour! And it's, it's very looks even very similar to Sydney. I was double taking when I when I got that photo up. It's well, we so are a satellite city. Looking... Yeah, we're a satellite city of Sydney. That's my little juice fish spot there that you've got. I told you not to share it with anyone, but now it's gone out to the universe. So I might as well tell people if you go there, like on a no moon. 
and then you get underneath where the lights go down onto the water and you throw lures in, you'll get jewfish. Mulawaya. Wow. Yeah. And did you say the rafts there as well? So the Royal Australian Air Force has a big base there, do they? Yeah, we've got a massive raft base. So it's a place called Williamtown. It's right near our airport. Our airport is actually on raft airspace. And wow. we have the Joint Strike Fighter Pilot sort of whole program there. But we've also got the contract to maintain the JSFs, which yeah. are the Super Hornets. So, you know, F-18 was the main sort of machine for so many years. We had some of the best pilots here nationally, and a lot of them end up over in the States and stuff like that as well. But now we've got the JSF. There's a contract to maintain those. So that's one of the biggest contracts in Australia, and actually I think amongst the biggest in the Southern Hemisphere. Wow. Mm. And the... Um, uh, that, the raffle's the question. What's the what's the average sort of price? So if I want to go from Sydney, and this is what today, if anyone who's just tuned in, we're talking about moving out of Sydney. We've got one of the pros in Newcastle helping us with this. And I get the big question on my mind is what 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 can my how low can my budget be to to enjoy life? And and I'd imagine I would have thought my biggest motivator for moving to Newcastle would be to delete my mortgage. Yeah. So if I was if if I was you know owning a unit worth eight hundred thousand in DY, I had a mortgage of four hundred thousand, you know because I've been in there for 10 years, what can I buy around there for, for, you know, for a one better, a two better, a three better? What are our entry level exciting properties? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm just going to take you for a bit of a tour here. Right. So, so we are at the beach, like the beach is over the road there. This is Newcastle city beach. And up above us is like one of the premier, I've got the penthouse in there at the moment and the spectrum is broad. So I can sell you a penthouse up in there for a bit over five mil. Wow. So I could also oh. sell you a one bedroom in the arena for 600,000 looking at the ocean, or I can sell you a one bedroom in one of the other developments, like in this immediate vicinity for like 450, 500. So if you go back just two city blocks and you're looking at the Harbor, um, we can get you a one better for like early, early fours. I'm actually selling a one bed plus study converted into a two bed of my own at the moment. For 440, because I'm going into another investment, and um, 440, you'll get your two better or one converted two better. So it's like a one plus study with a scooter park, a bicycle park, an outdoor courtyard, ground floor, and that's going to be 440. That's just trading right now, and that's like heart of the city, right near the university, right near the parks, right near the coffee shops, and about probably 500, 800 minutes to the beach. Like it is cheaper than say Northern beaches, but not that much cheaper. <laughs> is what I initially think. But no, it's not. Yeah. Not well, it's, I suppose this is the city of Newcastle. Like, yeah. if you go out further, you can get into the threes and below. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For a one better. So, for a two better? Yeah. So, two betters in here. Um, like, I've got a two, well, one of our team members has got a two better at the moment. Like, that I could, I could pretty much see the building from here. And you're talking like six, 650. Um, if you want to go like a little bit further back, Wickham is the, the super value right now. Wickham and Adamstown are kind of like the okay. fringe suburbs. Wickham is right where they're building the new CBD. There's about eight developments going in there. There's an interchange. There's a light rail stop. And we can get you a wow. two-bed, two-bath, one-car there, brand new or off-plan for like 550 Surely first home buyers are loving it. Like, are you getting a lot that have registered for one of the grants? Because... 
I know one big thing, first home buyers who we are, they're just like, basically you just can't get a true better of what they like or anything new because, and first home buyers are quite emotional with whatever they look at, they, regardless if they're going to live in it, they feel like it has to be good enough for them to live in it. But yeah. first home buyers must really love the options and the price points in uh, yeah. your area. Do you get they are loving them? it. Yeah, we do. And look, mm. I, I think what's been helpful is this new home builder grant, which is, it's been unhelpful the way they've um, put the fact sheets out, but we're working with the REI to get some better info on that at the moment. But now it's been confirmed off the plan counts. We've done this. We've got one developer that's willing to match the grant. So if you don't get the grant because you don't qualify, they'll give you the 25 anyway, because they're at a critical phase of their selling program. If you get the grant, you get the grant as well. So you get 25 grand, plus you get the grant as well. There's 50. Wow. And then if you're a first home buyer, you get another 10 because you're in the first home scheme. And then you also get no stamp duty. Yeah. Right? So we're talking like, yeah, well, like I think it's grand. about 80, 84 or something like that. It works out on a 650 apartment. So yeah. like 84 grand uh, savings off a 650 apartment. And we're like looking at the harbour, PBD architect design, right near the interchange light rail. Like it's, 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 it's a good... You'd be silly not to have a crack at that as first home buyer at the moment. That's just too much incentive not to go for. Yeah. And what mm, would that rent huge. for? So what are the figures on that? So you're spending what? So you get 80 grand off. So what would your, what's the purchase price? About 600. So look, I've worked out on 650 just because that's like where the grants top out to get all of those yeah. things at once. So like a 650 apartment at the moment, like that particular one would lease somewhere around that 600 bucks a week. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's, it's sort of it's it's above four percent. Yeah, four point nine at a six twenty five loan, six fifty purchase. So yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a cracker. So they're they're unit people coming to Newcastle. What about house people coming to Newcastle? What what's the entry level for a house? Yeah, entry level for a house. Like, let's say I'm going to talk about some suburbs. So we've got. We've got a precinct that like you would look at and say that's the kind of inner west, but it's kind of inner north when you really look at it, it's northwest. And yep. it's and we've got a place called Carrington. It's like Little Balmain. So you go over a bridge to get there. It's like a little, you know, you go over the harbour basically to get there. There's Carrington, Wickham, Maryville, Tice Hill, Islington. And that's called the Throsby Villages because there's Throsby Creek that runs through it, which joins to the yep. harbour. Now, um, to get a cottage in there, like a little miner's cottage, you're sort of starting at about 600K and they sort of go up to early millions. Um, and they're pretty cool. They're cool little places. They're sort of what you'd pay about two and a half for in around Balmain or the inner west to compare those sort of houses. If you, yep. if you go over to Mayfield, you'll get the bigger blocks. And Mayfield's a big suburb. Like So um, Mayfield's kind of like along the lines of 600 grand will buy you like a, a two to three bed renovator on a big block that you can put like, you know, it's already got a garage and a side drive and plenty of opportunity. Um, you can go out of the city and you can get something that's like modern in one of these estates like Cameron Park or mm. Fletcher. Uh, and those places are kind of like you would imagine that sort of Kellyville kind of precinct in, in Sydney. It's a bit, it's not as far out from here though, like 30 minutes, no traffic. 25, 30 minutes, no traffic. And it's got its own shopping centers and precincts and access to the freeway. And you'll buy like a four bed, two bath, two car, modern home under five years in the fives. Wow. Where do you yeah. see the next 10 years for Newcastle, 10 to 20 years? Do you see in Simpatone's pricing doubling with everything going on? Yeah, well, our cycles- a big aggressive our, growth. Yeah, our, our cycles have been kind of like, 
you can go back 40 years and get pretty good data, right? So, you know, CoreLogic and, you know, PRD, like, I don't know if people know that Tim Lawless used to be the head of research for PRD. They poached him into RP data. So, yeah. like, yeah, so, like, we've, we've been collecting that kind of data since the start. That's what the R stands for in research. And, like, you know, what we love about Newcastle's graph is that it's not a sawtooth. It doesn't really have the pullbacks. It has pauses. So it has a steady up. Sometimes it has a sharp up. It pulls back a little bit. It goes flat and then it goes again. And our graphs have been between sort of 5.5 and 9.5 years, depending on how close the city you are. So the closer the city you are, the more upswing you get. It's like circus 10 effect, sharper at the middle. As you emanate out, there's more to choose from. So they don't get the same growth because the supply and demand's not in, in the same level of favor. You've got more drivers in the inner city. Uh, we have seen doubling in the last couple of cycles that we've gone through and the lower growth areas have been like 50%. So like, yeah, yeah I absolutely do see doubling in the next um, 10 years and then the 10 years after that. Like it's hard to get your head around double and then double again. People are like, yeah. oh, no way. And you're like, well, why not? Why? Like, why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So similar to Sydney, similar to capital growth to Sydney, the yields sound similar. The prices sound like they're as much as 50% less to as 20% less. Um, I would have thought that you wouldn't get a lot of people punting on Newcastle as first home buyers out of Sydney, but you would get when they're ready for their second or third transaction and they're selling, and they're selling out of Sydney, they're more your profile. Is that correct? Well, I think, you know, the first home buyer has a few things that they've got to consider. One of them is, do they want to qualify for one of these grants? Because if so, they've got price capping anyway. Price capping, and if they want to get the extra grants, yeah, they're income capping. Yeah, good point. The second thing is, like, what's, what's a first home buyer driven by? I mean, like, I, I got my first home place called Spears Point for 125 grand in 2001. And, like, you know, I was 19, and it was near my work. You know, like it was in my work. So like, is there work available in Newcastle? Well, yes, seven sector economy. And then what's the lifestyle like? Like, am I going to get friends? Am I going to be able to date on the weekends? Am I going to be able to like play sport? Well, you can do all that in Newcastle. You, when you say you're from Newcastle, you could be 30 minutes out, 30 suburbs away, and you're still from Newcastle. Whereas like in Sydney, you're like, you're, you're either from the West or you're from the mm -hmm. inner West or you're from the Northern beaches. Because really, to go across five suburbs, you're talking 45 minutes. Yeah. So where I I could walk five suburbs from here, and I'm, I'd be home within 45 minutes. Okay. So Gen like genuine yeah. question: How do people treat treat you when you say you're from Newcastle? And before you answer that, like, you know, if you say I'm from New Zealand, it's, there's there's like an affection towards it, maybe or maybe not, or a joke or whatever. Or if you say I'm from uh, China, or if you say I'm from Zimbabwe, or you know, you get different responses from people. Genuinely, if you and, and I, I get that this would be a biased answer, but how do people feel towards the towards Newcastleers, and especially it's how it was twenty years ago, maybe now and before? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been funny, like you know, like I, I people in Sydney, I think inner city city in particular they're like yokels you know what i mean like they just think that we're just oh, these yokel bogans which i clearly am yeah. um whereas like and melbourne like I, I see people that go hey i've been i went to newcastle like a year ago and and it's totally different than it was 20 years ago yeah i find melbourne and newcastle have more of an affinity sydney and newcastle really? it's kind of yeah well melbourne's a pretty open-minded cultural kind of place and they see They're Newcastle. A challenger brand. 
They're, they're a challenger brand. brand. And, like, I love Melbourne. And also, Newcastle's like always being racked up to Sydney. It's a challenger brand. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. Look, I, full disclosure, like, Melbourne's my favourite capital city in Australia just for, like, yeah. the things that we like doing. And Screw I've you. Got a real, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm ready to feed, yeah. man. Let's bring it. Um, <laughs> you, but, you know, because I'm into street art. I'm into dining. I'm into hospitality. Yeah. Um, and, uh, a, and, and, you know, cities that are open 24 hours, not like... Yeah. Yeah, we're the capital city of Australia and you get kicked out at 11 p.m. What's that all about? It's very true, though. But has that, just to um, finish off from what Michael's asking, has that changed? Yeah, I think it has. But, like, you know, it's evidence-based. And, you know, I mean, this year, for example, the REB Awards, like, I I was nominated in the thought leader and the REB um, Principal of the Year regional. And they said, no, no, Newcastle's not regional. It's metro. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I'm full yeah. metro, metrosexual. I'm metrosexual. And you won. Yes, yeah, I won the metro. Congratulations, congratulations. Yeah, I get some really good yeah, competitions too in the cities. Yeah. What's that noise? Oh, oh you. you got a crowd. Yeah. I thought it was your cat doing like a hairball or something. No, you got a crowd, crowd classic yeah, well, for you. One thing I want to ask, what issues do you see Newcastle facing? Will they have an oversupply issue? Do you believe um, is council areas pretty pro-development, uh, which is great to obviously get it kick-started, but sometimes if they go too far, then all the, the capital growth will be really delayed because there's a lot of buildings. Or is yeah. getting developments uh, quite difficult? What, what's your view on the oversupply if it will happen? Yeah, look, it's going to be near on impossible to have oversupply, Michael, in Newcastle. And the reason for that is that we're a peninsula city. We've yeah. got a few governing factors, even from a geographical and um, geological point of view. Like, we're an undermined city because coal was the whole reason that, that, like, there was convicts and there was coal, but it was mostly coal. So we're the second oldest city in Australia. Mm -hmm. And they came up here straight after Sydney. They colonised and they mined the hell out of it. So you can't build everywhere. And the second okay. thing is we're kind of girt by sea, you know, we're a peninsula. The third thing is we've got a, I'm not going to say an anti-development um, planning um, instrument here. I mean, we've got a state government that has a pretty pro-development, pro-progress idea. Yep. And from a um, council point of view, they have definitely come around to development. And I've got to say the Lord Manuel Tully Nelms has uh, really been a positive uh, surprise a lot of people because some of the thoughts of her party prior to getting in were like let's slow this whole thing down but she's been very pro progress for light rail universities in the cbd whatever but it does take a long time to put a development through there's a lot of factors including the water table the mining uh the, the lack of land the consultation process i mean we if we can supply 500 600 units a year into the cbd like we're stoked and yeah. you know the population is growing at 1.1 percent thereabouts uh, what's the population uh, like newcastle is like 180,000. so like yeah. we're growing at you know 1800 a year um and same as northern beaches very interesting yeah. so you look at that and 1800 a year and you think 1800 people like two per apartment you know you got 900 need needed and they're mostly going to happen in the cbd because there's not really much land supply yep. you know so you've got to go upwards so what's and, the time for development um, if most things on average 40, like a, uh, at least a five to 10 story development, are you talking one to two years or two to four years? 
I've, I've got one at the moment that, like, I was involved in consulting to the client right back before he bought the land on option. Well, he, he secured the land on option. That was before the light, uh, the interchange was formally announced that it was getting built. I think we're talking probably 2014, 2015. We're selling that now and it's going to start construction this year. So there's five years and then it's a two-year construction program. That's seven years per, you know, 135-watt apartments. Um, I just, I'm bad. just selling out one at Warners Bay now that was like we launched it in 2016. I started consulting on that in 2014 and it's just completed. So well, it's a five-year cycle for 100 apartments, man. It's really rare that you'll get something in before that. 12 months to get a DA at least. Wow, that's so, guys, bad. just 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 that's before bad. we roll out, Mark, um, just before we roll out, just questions from our viewers, and we are today talking about moving from Sydney to Newcastle. Um, finance is uh, what Cassiano has asked. Oh, that's love. Yeah, yeah that's love. Um, what training, buddy? Finance, marks. Um, how hard is it to finance something? Yeah, are there any areas in Newcastle like compared to Sydney? Yeah, because we've got areas in Sydney where banks have basically blacklisted it because there's too many, what's the word, Mark, like mascot? They've basically said no lending, too many new units, too high yeah. risk. Do you have any of those areas? Um, it's more related to product. So if you've got something that's Chicken under okay. 50 square metres, <laughs> sorry? Just your eyes. <laughs> Never mind. Keep going. Uh, yeah, it's, it's more related to product. So if it's under... 50 square meters, you know, you're going to need a larger deposit because the banks aren't really calling that one bedroom. It's more a studio kind of purpose. There's like very limited little spots, but it's less related to the spot. And it's uh, maybe the rural stuff, like, you know, some of that rural stuff that's just out of town. Um, yeah. And when I say just out of town, they're not really Newcastle postcodes. They're more like mm. Maitland or Hunter Valley postcodes. Yep. Um, if they're flood prone heavily, uh, but they're more Hunter, Maitland, you know, parts of the Central Coast in the hinterland. I, we, we really haven't seen any of that valuation rejection stuff in our region. That's good. Mm. So, yeah. guys, yeah, pretty excited to uh, be on your thing today. And I welcome any input from people that are looking to do stuff here in Newcastle, whether it's invest, develop, whether it is like rent something, try before you buy kind of situation. Um, we've got, you know, we're, we're, we've got all sectors covered here. So, you know, always welcoming those city siders to come up. We'll house yeah. you for a while, look and after you. We'll put your and details we, in this as well so anyone can call and reach out. Mark yes. Can we finish off with Kenny K? <laughs> well, give me two topics. Give me two topics. Newcastle. Newcastle. And, and, uh, and Novak. Um, Newcastle Novak. Okay, Newcastle Novak. I'm like a camera. I'm Kodak. I'm bringing you back now. I'm like Kojaks. But what about Novak Djokovic? I saw you. I got the stitch when I ended up at the hospital and you called me a... Oh, we loved it. Into Kenny, K. Kenny, Kenny K. Kenny K. I love it. We've had some funny times with, with Kenny K, that's for sure. Bring back oh, to yeah. Ireland 2021. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Oh, All good, gents. Anything else you want to add? Pleasure for coming on, Mark. And uh, yeah, yeah, look, I, I'm grateful to be on. I'll see you guys again, no doubt. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. I love the Novak morning good fight, session. Sir. Yes. <laughs> see you, Peace. legends. Yeah. Bye. See you, guys. Bye, 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 bye.